0: Episode of Hooker's Uncut Gems. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hooker's Uncut Gems. It is Jazz, your favorite mystic, who sends you love, encouragement, inspiration, and empowerment while dropping uncut gems, raw uncut gems into your spiritual garden to adorn it and to nourish it so that you may grow. Um, I also love to leave and share seeds from my spiritual garden to yours. So um, for this episode, we'll be talking about harnessing our um, personal power Uh, utilizing sex magic and sex in general. Um, And I'll also share a little bit, um, well, quite a bit about my weight loss journey and some things that could be pretty helpful for you too. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. And before I even get into it, I do want to encourage you on ways that you can um, keep the show in flow or at least the energy of the show in flow um, by following me on instagram at hooker be knowing or on twitter or on tiktok um i love like i said to drop seeds in your spiritual garden and most of that is on instagram so follow me at hooker be knowing or if you like food hooker in the kitchen but that's not the one that i'm promoting here so anyways <laughs> So um, you can always go there, hit me up on the socials. You can also play Hooker's Uncut Gems in a place where you know the people need it. Um, Sometimes they just love the sound of my voice. Other times they'll be like, hey, she's spitting. And I believe that a lot of times I am. Um, but what I want for you to do is just share this, share the podcast and tag me, tag me at Hooker Knowing, because I love to know that you guys are doing well and I love to know who's actually listening to the show. I appreciate every voice. I appreciate everyone who reaches out. I appreciate everyone in, who, who just checks on me. Someone recently checked on me because she noticed that, my, that I, there was an absence of me on Instagram. I really appreciated her for that. And um, those types of things I appreciate. When you pour into me, I promise I pour back into you. Um, So (laughs) I think I just shared. uh, I really just shared a a cheat code for something that I'll say at the end of the episode. But um, let's pour into each other whenever y'all in my DMs. Thank you. Um, It is an energy exchange. Okay. (laughs) But uh, pour into me. I pour into you. I promise. Um, After all of that stressing on pouring into me in my dms i just want to mention that pouring into me is saying hello when you hit me up um pouring into me is saying i really enjoyed your live. um it was really <laughs> you know y'all gotta think about it i'm a human being too um so if you are in my dms sometimes i get people who just come to me and they want to dump their problems on me uh something happened today where somebody just went to like they immediately they said hi someone gave me your number can you call me They were trying to discuss something that's going on in their personal lives. And um, sometimes when I pour into others, um, it is not just a physical or an energetic exchange. It is a physical exchange. And it can become a little tiring because um, I've chosen as a psychic medium, I've chosen to um, give my energy and lend my energy to people so that they can claim their power back. Right. Um, I don't want to become powerless in that endeavor. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. I'm not talking about, uh, you have to send me money to DM me. I'm talking about actually like, you know, don't just send me randomness and then don't get to know me because I'm, I'm really trying to get to know y'all. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean when I say pour into me and I will pour into you because if you've ever sent me a DM, you know I can get a little lengthy and I can talk. I will send you a voice note. I will do all of those things, but I don't do that for the strangers and I don't do that um just all willy-nilly just because you tell me that you got a problem because... I don't go looking for problems (laughs) let's give it Um, but anyways um, so we're gonna get into this episode I know that you will enjoy um, and this is not just for the person who is looking to lose weight it is also for the person who is looking to indulge in their authentic life at the uh, level of mastery of their real self Um, And that's what I encourage for myself and for anyone else. Um, I'm not always in the best mood. Today is one of those days where I'm not in the best mood, but I really feel like I poured into this episode. So I hope you enjoy. Um, So let's get into it. So for this week's catch up, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's been one of my favorite topics since college. When I used to teach a little bit of sex education um, to my peers as a Panther PhD, I went to Prairie View. PVU. Nope. <laughs> I'm okay doing that by myself. <laughs> I want to talk about sex. Magic, that is. Sex magic. I may have briefly mentioned it a little bit last season on Hooker's Uncut Gems, but I want to talk about it a little bit because um not everyone knows that much about sex magic and its benefits and how it works. Um And I really want to talk to you about um, how I've been using sex magic over the last year. I, like I said, um these catch-ups will mainly be brief stories you know so I want to share this because I did share with you that I am newly single again um and I have been single for a while um I kind of talked to this guy earlier this year but it didn't work very long and um this situation uh and again I continue to send him healing I continue to send send him wellness I continue to send him well-being um anywho um I, While I was in this relationship, um, I started to notice that... Well, it wasn't hard to not notice that I wasn't fucking, okay? (laughs) Sorry for the profanity. But um, (laughs) I wasn't having sex. And that was a problem for me because I'm only 30. I want sex. I want healthy sex. I want fun sex. I want long sex. I want short sex. I want sex on a bed. I want sex everywhere, okay? I want sex, all right. And I can literally probably count on my on one hand how many times me and my boyfriend had sex and no tea, no shade, um, because the sex was great. It was just that it wasn't happening very frequently and I really enjoy that. So what would happen is I would leave from being with him, um, overnight, um, of not having sex or of um anything like that and then I would come home and masturbate and that's a no you know let's just let me stop there and just say if you got a man and you still gotta masturbate after leaving him because y'all ain't getting nothing that's not your man (laughs) I'm sorry I'm just playing I just playing it could be your man (laughs) but it it, that was my man and um I I would get so frustrated because I would tell him I want sex with you like what's going on but what happened for me and um there have been like I think I shared this with you guys also um last season I have I'm a sexual empath which means that my my emotions intensify during sex um and you know I just had an epiphany I just had an epiphany that one of my good friends, I go to her for advice and I realized that I can't go to her for advice because she don't understand. She don't got my same gift. And I think that because I used to go to her as someone who needed her as a mentor at first, it's a little different now because what she saw versus who I am is not necessarily the same. Um, I've grown a lot. So anyways, random, randomness, um, I would leave from over there with him, come back home, and have sex or have masturbation. And I would just be like, man, why am I doing this? And I, I what I had started to realize was, man, I'm not getting everything that I need from this relationship. If you got to go and masturbate, a lot of time, when I, I think what is happening is your energy is not being fulfilled. And I know that seems like just a very... Duh, your energy is not being like it's not being met in the right ways. Of course, that's a given. But I mean, on a deeper level, you're not being fulfilled um at the at the mastery of your real self. You know, you're not being fulfilled at the mat. You are actually. Um, there is nothing that you are able to take from this relationship sometimes um, whenever you still have to go and masturbate. Um, and like I said, it wasn't like we would do it and I would still have to masturbate. Oh, no, no, no. It was just that we weren't doing anything. I would still have to go masturbate. But what I was realizing is I wasn't getting a lot from this relationship. And I've had more than one situation at that. So I would come home and I would masturbate. And the thing was, I wasn't always masturbating in pleasure. I was masturbating because I was trying to manifest. I was trying to manifest this, trying to manifest that. There were certain things that I was trying to accomplish by doing um, the masturbating. Um, So in sex magic... Um, and you can do it while having a partner. I remember before me and my ex got together, I did have a partner, and what we did was, um, we we ha- we it was mainly a sex partner. And, um, I remember one day I was afraid that he was hearing me whisper, and I had to point out to him that I was not saying a different name, I was saying. Great. I expect great things to happen for me. I was saying an affirmation on the D, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to re listen to this. I hope I don't have to record it, re record it, but I was saying affirmation on the D. And It helps if the other person also is in the same frequency as you because it intensifies that. Um, But this person, you know, I just had to let him know, look, I'm not saying somebody else's name. And I think as soon as as soon as I let him know that I like it was like shortly after that, the climax between both of us happened. So it was like sex magic. Here's what happens. Okay, I have been manifesting a lot of stuff to come to me. And what I'll do is, um, before I even get to the masturbation part of it, I want to think about it. I want to think about what exactly it is that I'm calling in for myself. And I'll say, hmm, let's see. What? Else? I wonder if there's something that I could think of right off. That I've, um, Oh, I masturbated a situation. Now, this is just extra. This ain't even none of y'all business. I masturbated a particular type of sex with a particular man a particular type of sex with a particular man on a particular day. I manifested it. And um, (laughs) this was last year, though, about a year ago. Um, But yeah, this particular guy... I manifested that happening. I mean, it could have happened, but he definitely lived in a different city and it happened like the next day. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, I intensify my thoughts. I intensify what it is that I actually want to happen. And I see myself with that idea with it happening. So for me lately, it's been, I want a house. So I keep thinking of the house that I, you know, may want, may want to be in. And as I think about this house, I'm also like, okay, I want to be in this house. I want it to look like this. I want da 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 da, da. Um, I will imagine while I'm masturbating of all the details that I want to be in that house. So, you know, I just mentioned about how I masturbate a particular type of sex. When I'm, <laughs> or I caught in a particular type of sex with masturbation. Um, what I'm trying to call in right now is a house. I want a house. I want, I want success. I want a house. I want a house because I want more space than what I have. I feel like all of my things are crowded into a shorter amount of space um, and I appreciate the space that I'm in. It provides me. Um, it provides me a lot of space and I have a lot of things within this space, but I would love some more so that I could be a little bit more organized. So, when I masturbate, I think of the bed that I'll be in when I have sex to my divine partner. It used to be whenever I would masturbate, thinking about this over the last month or so, I would think about my ex who I just broke up with because I, I was very hopeful. Um, but now, or not even now, but because I, I haven't masturbated in a few days because I, I don't, I'm not looking for I'm not looking to go and claim any more energy because I was mainly masturbating to get it back from my ex. <laughs> but, um, still can masturbate. I still do, but, um, I masturbate with him on my mind, whoever the him is. Now I just think of a loving partner and what his body will feel like, what his grip of me will feel like, what his, what his body weight feels like, how smooth his skin is, how muscular his skin is, how it's not flabby. It's actually firm. And I don't know how to explain it, but he has, um, his density is uh, both spiritual and physical. And we have a connection. Who who this guy is, I don't know. Um, he is my divine partner in my manifestations that I am calling in. Um, so I, may, I, I imagine myself having sex on the bed in my house. I imagine myself looking up around my house as I'm having sex on my bed. And I do this while I'm masturbating. So I think, uh, and I'm by myself. <laughs> and I think about um the moment uh the epiphany of carrying this moment into the future the carrying this orgasm into the future, carrying this feeling of just you got this um it's coming in for you, carrying that into the future because it's all together um whenever you're calling in you know masturbation or when you're calling in certain things when you're calling in. Just different things. You have to believe that it's coming in. You have to see yourself with it. You have to see it as actually being so. So that's what I would do when I would masturbate. And um, I mean, I'm still waiting on my house, but my lease isn't up. So um, I know the house that I'd be thinking of. I know exactly the house. I know what's what the house looks like. I know what the backyard looks like. And of course, I'm adding my own variations of this house because it is a manifestation. It doesn't have to be perfect. So yeah, Um But yes, I encourage you to um, masturbate. (laughs) And I encourage you also to manifest on the dick. Did I cover everything with that? Um, You think about the thought, then you begin masturbating. And as you masturbate, I personally don't like to look at anything whenever I am masturbating to do this. I like to truly imagine being in this feeling. And if that takes time, let it take time and let the idea of you having exactly what it is that you want be the thing that makes you come honestly just thinking of it uh whenever i get to the point of masturbation i'm seeing myself as having that thing seeing it as it is mine seeing knowing that i truly call that thing in knowing that i just enjoyed this moment so maybe it's not imagining having sex in a house for you maybe it's just Feeling something now that takes some time to feel like you got money coming into the bank, but money is just to imagine like, um, just to imagine the thought of like I don't know forty four thousand dollars flowing into the to my bank account. That's quite orgasmic of a feeling if you think about it. Forty four thousand dollars rather, forty four thousand dollars flowing into my bank account. That's rather orgasmic to think about. So whenever you imagine. Um, whatever it is flowing into your life oftentimes it's money sometimes it's health so imagine health being I'm able to move freely in my body I'm able to I'm able to jump up and down I don't feel sick anymore I can breathe without hearing a <sighs> you know I can, whatever that is so it's you masturbating to call that thing in and uh, when you get to the climax when you get to your orgasm you imagine it being so you say it is so um, you imagine it with the most imagery that you can imagine it. This is why I think about myself in the house that I want to be in. So you imagine it with the most imagery that you can throw in there. And then you go from there. I hope that's useful, because I'm about to go ahead and go on to the next section. But I think that was mostly it. You think about the thing that you want to call in. You start your masturbation process or your sex process and you really intensify the thought of it. Visualize it as you are getting to your moment of climax. Don't worry about the worries or you won't come. Truthfully. Don't worry about how it'll get there. You won't come. Just imagine just imagine it getting there. And um imagine the stroke of 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 just faith that it must take for you to get there. And go from there. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired of talking about masturbation, so let's go on to the topic. All right, y'all, so for this week's topic on Hooker's Uncut Gems, I want to talk about weight loss and weight gain and all that good stuff. Now, um, I I don't know if I could speak as much on weight gain and how to gain weight, but I still hope that this episode is useful as far as... Um, assisting you to harness your magic and um, body image in general. So I keep moving around my mic, so I apologize about that. Um, I lost a lot of weight. I mean, I remember in 2019, I remember seeing at least in the 240s. And then it started dropping. Um, And then I went out of the country over that summer and... I mean my weight really started dropping after that and I I do feel like it has something to do with uh my I you know you don't intake as much uh marijuana over when you're in other countries you can still do it but you don't intake as much of it so um I remember going to uh South America and just certain changes in the food certain changes in the weather just, and certain changes in less daily activity and smoking weed, um, you know, you end up losing some weight. And I came back and I, that was like the jump start. People were like, oh girl, you've lost some weight. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I noticed it, but it was just at that time, I think it had only been like maybe 20 pounds. Um, I don't even think, that it was all during that summertime, but yeah, it may have been, um, at this point, it may have been like five, 10 pounds, you know, from the summer. And then over time, it just kept becoming more and more weight that it just dropped off. Um, so by lockdown 2020, like March, I was in maybe 230, 230. Um, And then as the pandemic went on in the first couple of weeks, I started noticing habits. I had stopped drinking as much. So I don't drink as much at all. Um, I used to drink like daily. Uh, That would be something that I would have with just about every meal was alcohol. Every time I went somewhere, every time I went out, I would drink. Um, It was, you know, it was a part of the package. And then I would smoke too. And I took in substantially less of those things because I was like, man, the this lockdown has me in a different place where I'm not needing the outlet of weed and alcohol as much. So there are times where I would try to stop smoking. Right now is one of those times where I'm trying to stop smoking. Yeah, I just failed between between episodes. I literally just failed. Or not even between episodes, between <laughs> between segments. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> but I I definitely take in way less than I used to. Um so um I went from 230 to about 215 from March to about June, right? So from March to about June, um, and then it just went down from there. Um, and I don't even like I said, I really feel like there there weren't very many dietary changes. I could say that I was intermittent fasting. I guess you could say that, but I wasn't doing anything else like changing wise besides the alcohol and the weed. Um, and because I was taking in less weed, and because I do take in less weed. Um, like, right now, I notice that my body weight is dropping. Um, I, ladies, if you are a pothead and you suffer with um, weight issues, I definitely would recommend, um, recommend stop smoking. Because you got to realize, it's a whole package deal sometimes. Sometimes when you smoke um, weed specifically, because I can't speak for anything else, I don't smoke anything else. Um, but when you smoking weed sometimes it becomes a package you gotta smoke the weed you gotta drink you gotta eat <laughs> so that you don't over so that you don't get too messed up with the alcohol and so that you uh deal with your munchies it's the whole situation so it you know that was a big lifestyle change um I guess uh but I didn't stop smoking weed so I still was having the munchies I just stopped drinking as much um and that that did help um so after that like I said the weed habits would like, of course, I'm still smoking here and there, but I stopped smoking as much. I would go from buying. Um, I think I was buying a a seven. I was buying half every two weeks, um, which is. Quite a bit to spend (laughs) to just be smoking weed like that. Like that's a lot. So I was buying that's that's a gram a day damn near. (laughs) So I was really like, and I know it's people that smoke way more than that. They smoke that much in a day, you know, or over two or three days, maybe in a week. So it's not a lot, but it was a lot for me who didn't have the reason anymore I wasn't teaching but I was getting paid I was I didn't have any issues like my life was in a place of calm I was newly discovering my gifts um I had a lot more time to process some things that I wasn't able to process the two years prior with my mom passing um and just life you know so that sit down it just happened you know like Kevin Gates said (laughs) you know I had to have a sit down so (laughs) yes I had to have my little sit down I go, I have my little sit down, Um, the spiritual gifts get better, I I attain more knowledge spiritually, mentally, and I remember just, I don't even know who I was a year ago, well not a year ago, a year ago I'm still somewhat there, Um, a year and a half ago, who was she, who is that jazz, Um, I have no idea, because there are still certain things where I, I forgive myself for them. But I'm like, girl, who the hell were you? <laughs> who did you think you were in, in this life? You know, and I still look back at those moments and say, like, damn, you've grown a lot. Um, I've grown, but I've shrank. Um, so I started losing weight mentally or physically um, during during lockdown. I noticed it was like an immediate 15 15 pound drop. I immediately was losing weight and I was kind of worried because everybody was losing weight too and I was like man am I gonna put it right back on and I, I mean honestly and truthfully now that I'm here I don't feel and I'll come back to this part but um maybe I should write it down but I feel like I'll come back to this um you won't lose the weight um or you won't gain the weight back if you tell yourself that you won't gain the weight back um so it's not even just out I, I mean like you can control it up to a certain point. Like you gotta pay attention. Um I there were times throughout me losing like going from 248 to 230, 230 to 215. It when I went to I don't even remember the two thirty to two fifteen. Um I kinda remember going two thirty, two nineteen. I don't remember the I don't remember anything in the two twenties. Um so I I remember just jumping um from 2.30 to 2.18. And I was clear I was also cleaning my apartment because there was a lot of clutter that I had started to clear up earlier in the year. But because I was at home more frequently, it was like, why the hell do you have to leave your apartment um a mess right now? Because you have more time to do it. You know, you don't have an excuse right now. Um and granted everybody's excuse is their own, but for me that wasn't enough for me to keep my apartment a mess. So I um, I was cleaning up my apartment more frequently, and then um, I rearranged the furniture. Maybe it's the feng shui. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> summertime came, and more weight fell. Like, more weight loss happened. Um, I was like, it went from two, 215, and I, I had never saw myself getting down to uh, the weight that I was like i the the weight that i remember the most frequent like when i was a freshman in college was like 186 189 and i'm beneath that now by the way i just want to give you a heads up sorry spoiler alert i'm beneath that now but i'm just saying i went from i went from 215 to 200 now when i started to get to like 205 203 i was like what the fuck is this like, how did this even happen? Like, I, I don't know if I was at that point, I was more so controlling my energy and I didn't have the same appetite Um You know, when I was at home and I went back to teaching in the schools, my like I went from intermittent fasting every day to now I'm a culinary arts teacher and I like to cook from my room. So (laughs) I'm smelling the food. I have access to the refrigerator as frequently. But I noticed that when my coworker and friend would come and offer me snacks that people had made or just different things or when my students would offer me just different things, I would save it. I would say, maybe I could eat this on my way home so that I don't get hungry and go and buy food. Or maybe I could give this to somebody else because I really don't want it. I would just be eating it because it's here. Um, I was not a snacker throughout the day as I used to have been. Or if I was snacking, it was a very specific snack. I was only snacking in ways that I was truly enjoying it. Um, Another thing about that was um, I was like when I went from intermittent fasting at home, I, I don't know that I was still kind of doing that whenever I went back to school. I think that more than anything, I had just gotten into a routine of how I'm eating. I may have eaten breakfast, but I didn't always eat until after I got back home. So if I ate breakfast, I wasn't eating lunch. Um, if I ate lunch, I probably didn't eat breakfast because I I mean, I would be stuffed. Um, and of course my appetite changed because of the, of course I mentioned the less weed, you're not doing the whole package. Um, your appetite changes with the weed. Okay. Your appetite tremendously changes, um, when you stop smoking as much weed. Um, because I noticed that I would have to smoke to eat sometimes. I, I now in, in remembering it. I would smoke. I would be heating up food in the microwave And I would come in my room and I would smoke waiting on it to cool off or whatever. And I would come smoke my weed. And then I would uh, tell myself, like, this is me smoking so that I can eat now so that I won't be hungry later um, with the munchies. So it was like stuff like that that would happen. And maybe that's a good logic for you to have from the jump, uh, you know, if you have a good control over it. But then when you become out of control and you recognize, like, okay... You thought you were helping a problem, but what you really did was created another monster because now I don't got no appetite. Now I can't figure out what to eat in a grocery store. I just left my house to go get food so that I can cook tonight, and I still probably won't make it because I don't have that. Like I, I Even if I have the energy, I don't have the appetite anymore. There have been so many times uh, lately um, because I'm always... "Quote unquote," quitting. Um, there have been so many times lately where I'll go to the store, buy the food, and because I don't know what I really want to eat or because I'm not hungry um, enough to cook, I will let whatever the food is sit in the refrigerator almost until it's like, okay, girl, you got to take this out and cook it now, you know? Um, I think that happened last week um, with my Yeah, I had something like that. I took something out of the freezer and put it into the fridge to defrost. Um, It was scallops. I was afraid it was going to stink. I didn't end up even like those scallops didn't even end up really getting ate. I ended up eating maybe two of those scallops out of the 10 and 12 that was in the package and throwing the rest away or they're still in my refrigerator. I don't even know. I cooked them all. I didn't eat them all. Um, Maybe it was eight. It was either 8 or 10 or 12. I don't know. It was an even number. So um, my appetite changed. Um, When I got back to work, um, I was also... I wasn't... Let me throw this in there before I go into anything else. Um, Because I'm talking about weight loss. But I want you to understand um, that most of my weight was not due to physical changes. They were due to mental changes. Um, I'm giving you so much background because they were not due to the physical changes. Um, I'm going to throw in one more thing in there about a physical change, but most of it was, um, mental. I do skate. So I'll throw that in there. I skate, but I don't skate as frequently as I make it look on the gram. So, (laughs) um, I skate on the rooftop of my apartments for maybe an hour. So when I do decide to do that, maybe I should go tonight. But I'll skate. Um, Skating is great exercise. However, it's not as much exercise as you would think. Um, So even that wasn't doing the weight loss for me. I want to start here and say that. um, I feel like most of the work, most of the weight loss would happen when I would stand firm in who I was. I would stand firm in how I felt. I remember last um, spring 2020. I remember telling, uh, quite a few women that the worst I ever felt about myself was when I thought about how men felt about me or how other people felt about me, um, how they've treated me, uh, and I, I would associate how they would treat me with how they viewed me or, or how I view myself and that alone will help you drop some weight because if you start, if you realize how much power you gave to another human being over how you felt and how you do you, like, if you realize how much power that was, how much um, power it takes uh, to take back your power from somebody else, um, you start, you got to realize, I just had this epiphany in my mind now. I'm hoping it'll come out right. So I just kind of saw that as you know, you may be holding on to the weight um, in your body, but you've um, the power to control that weight. You've given to somebody else sometimes or you've given to. Yeah, you've given to something outside of yourself. Um, I wasn't I do eat like sweets at night, especially when I was smoking more frequently. Oh, baby. I had Oreo habit, coconut the the German chocolate Oreos with, um, sometimes with almond joys and almond coconut milk. And, uh, sometimes I would, instead of almond joys, I would do, um, strawberries and I would, um, eat the strawberries. I would cover them with caramel and coconut. And I would take a bite of my cookie. I would take a bite of my strawberry and I would sip my milk. And, um, I didn't always sip my milk cause I dipped my cookie in the milk. It was a it was a situation. I still have a, quite a few packages of um almond coconut milk. Or yeah, I have both. I have almond coconut milk just in case I have the urge to do it anytime soon. Eat my uh Oreos or um I have Oreos. I have like two or three packs left here. So <laughs> I haven't eaten them in probably a month though. Um probably longer. I don't know. It might have been before I went to Cabo. Um so I was still eating pretty poorly. Um yes, your food choices do matter. Um do I feel like you got to be vegan to live a very spiritual life? I don't know. I don't think so. I think plant-based is a good start. Um eat more plants than than other stuff. That's a good start. Um but I was still eating like junk food. I still have like I eat whatever I want and I've actually uh done this thing where I tell myself this thing. I told myself in my body that when I am experiencing joy, which was what I would experience with those cookies, when I am experiencing joy and happiness, I cannot gain weight. I tell I tell my body that every time that I eat. Uh, especially when I'm feeling good. I can't gain weight right now. It's okay. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm feeling so much joy and harmony right now. I can't even gain weight. It's gonna go straight through me. I tell that to people because I have to kind of trick myself and tell myself that. And also, um, know that you can tell yourselves whatever you tell yourselves. I told myself every time that I looked in the mirror, you are beautiful. Did I even finish my thought? <laughs> I'm going to get to this mirror. I'm going to get to the I'm mirror. Okay. I look over. I see a mirror. I'm going to know to talk about you. Okay. All right. Um, You hold that weight. And, oh, I did get to it. You hold the weight in your body, but the person who can control it, you given the power to control it to somebody else sometimes because um, I would let other people, other people's view of me affect how I saw myself. And it wasn't always weight, but I noticed that that kind of power that some people can have over you, it literally will sit in your body. So before I get into it, sitting into your body, I do want to talk about this mirror. Um. I would walk, I would look into mirrors and I would just admire my body. I would admire my body. I would be happy about my body. Every time that somebody would tell me something like, girl, you're getting so small. Even if I didn't see it, I'll come back and I'd be like, girl, you're getting so small. I would tell myself that in the mirror. I'd be like, girl, you're getting so small. You looking good, girl. You is skinty. I I never really wanted to be small, small because I just love a thick woman. I just think it's beautiful. Um... So I never wanted to be like super small, but I wanted a body that was free in movement, that I didn't have to go to certain places to shop or not shop. Like I couldn't shop at this place. Or um and I didn't really think about that until recently. But now I have a lot more options of where I can shop. Um no T No Shade, because I'm sure there are plenty of places, but yeah, I ain't got no booty. So <laughs> Some of these places um did not work for me because I ain't had no boots. I would just have body. I was tall and people don't really even know that I that I was as big as I was because I wore it well. I'm like five eight and for 248, it holds mainly in my, in my thighs and things like that. Um, it holds mainly in my arms. Maybe it'll, maybe all the weight in my arms and my thighs and my legs, whenever I start expressing myself more, maybe that's whenever it'll fall off because around my gut, um, my mentor, Lisa Brewer, um, she said, uh, she was like, you got to think about it. I mean, this may be a whole different conversation, but you know, weight builds up around your gut for a reason. I mean, it's a protection barrier. And I also noticed that um you know your stomach is such a such a powerful area. Your stomach, your solar plexus is such a powerful area when it comes to um just weight that you need to let go of. You understand? So it made sense that the weight around my stomach was leaving. It made sense that the weight in my thighs was leaving. The weight all around my body was just leaving. The weight in my face was leaving. It made sense. I would look in the mirror and I would say, girl, you is fine. You is sexy. You look good. I would dance in the mirror happy with myself. I, and and I would always look in the mirror and find something to be happy about. I was never looking in the mirror and saying like, girl, you ugly. I was never looking in the mirror and diminishing myself because I knew that that was not that that was not what spirit was calling on for me. That wasn't it. So um, I want to talk about how weight and how illness is stored in your body. I think I've mentioned it um, a little bit here and there, but illness and weight. Are all like everything is stored in your body, everything is an energy pocket, everything is just waiting to be moved, everything is waiting to be uh 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 un unveiled for the uh, mastery of your real self. Everything is waiting to be like pulled off layer by layer by layer. For the true you to come out, and if the true you is a plus size queen baby, be a plus size queen. I ain't trying to tell you not to do that because I love the plus size queens. I, I especially love the plus the plus size queens who love themselves. Those are the ones I really fuck with. Let me tell you why, girl. It's some of y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Each pussy. <laughs> Cuz y'all just mm, okay. I love the I love I love confident women. I love confident people. So it really had nothing to do with them being plus size. But it's just it's the confident queens who I just love. And and <laughs> I ain't never said that on here. Uh I am sexually fluid. And <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, so, um, um, I love me. I don't have to wear my sexuality on my sleeve, but that is something that I'll mention. Um, I became myself over this last year, and I think that's where the weight loss came in. Um, I wasn't holding on as much to things that I had held on to over the years, and this was the problems that I had had with men. Um, I had attachment issues with men that I started to work through earlier last year um, and dealing with uh, just different things and actually naming them that may have been father issues, daddy issues. I'm a daddy's girl, but I still had a couple of Um, parenting issues in general, because you got to realize most of your adult life was formed um, from zero to seven. Most of your adult life was formed from there. So you got to realize you got, you're eventually going to have to shed off some of those things. You're going to shed off some of that weight. You're going to shed off some of that skin and new cells are going to start to regenerate. And that happens with illness too. I mean, if only you knew how important it was to see yourself as a human being who can be this, the person that you want to be. Um, I remember, and now, I yesterday, I pulled a bag out. Of, like, a trash bag so that I can eventually donate some clothes because most of the clothes in my closet I'm holding on to. I'm holding on to them because they don't fit. They don't fit. They're too big for me, but I just have this thought that maybe I'll gain weight, maybe I'll get pregnant, whatever it is, and I will need these clothes in the future. I will need them. And I had to let that go because you will not gain weight if you tell yourself that you won't. You will gain weight if you tell yourself that you will. So use that to your advantage. If you're a smaller woman and you want to gain weight, tell yourself that you will. Stop telling yourself that you won't. If somebody say, girl, that booty is poking, let them believe it. And you tell yourself that, go walk to that mirror and you tell yourself, yeah, that ass is poking, that booty thutie is thootie okay? That booty thutie is thootie <laughs> You will not gain weight. Or you will not lose weight if you tell yourself that you won't. And you will if you tell yourself that you will. Um. This is a true thing. This all kind of ties back into the law of manifestation, the law of attraction. Um, asking it is given. You tell your body um, how healthy it is. You don't let something outside of you tell, tell your cells how to move. You tell your body, this is what I want it to be. Um, maybe you take a picture and you might want to add it onto a, onto somebody's body and see yourself as that, see it as closely related, closely related. If that, if that's what you want to do, get yourself a vision board, if that's what you need to do, but one, don't be hard on yourself, eat whatever foods that you feel like you want to eat in that moment, feel joy in the moment and don't be hard on yourself. I feel like that's a big part of the journey It's not beating myself up whenever I do decide to eat. Cause God damn it, I'm hungry and I really like Oreos. And I also like neck bones. I like, I love me some turkey necks. There was one weekend I I had turkey necks probably three weeks in a row. (laughs) Or three weeks in a row, uh, like for a month. (laughs) Every week, I would go back to Fiesta and go get me some turkey necks. Clean them bad boys off real good. And and put them in a pressure cooker. Make me a little roux. Throw that thing. Ooh. Okay. Delicious. (laughs) <laughs> I love food. I'm a chef. That's what I do. So because I love food, I was not telling myself, you can't have this, you can't have that, you can't have this, you can't have that. Because I was allowing other people to dictate what I was able to eat. I felt more comfortable when I put the plate in front of me. When I picked the fork and up and I put the food in my mouth. I felt more comfortable in how I was moving because I wasn't allowing everybody else to dictate how I was eating. You have to be okay with you first. You know, there was a point in which I actually wanted to get a Brazilian butt lift. Nothing wrong if you have. I love you. Nothing wrong if you have. But for me, that wasn't enough because I still have, I would still have to take me with me. I would still have to take me with me, which means that I would still have to deal with myself. Nothing outside of me was going to fix what was going on with me mentally, spiritually, emotionally. It was not. It was, The heart and the mind are very, very, very important in in, in pulling in the things that you desire. And if I told myself that it wasn't going to happen, then it never was. If I told myself, oh, it would only happen if you work out really hard, because that was never my story. It, uh, it didn't always happen if I worked out, because I wasn't always working out. I lost most of my weight, and I have not been in the gym more than 20 times over the last couple of years. I have not been in the gym so frequently. I have not even skated that much. I told myself it was possible. I told myself you can lose this weight. And when you start to see it, you'll see it. It'll start happening faster. The law of attraction is you calling in those things. And it's allowing yourself to do it. Tell, you, tell the cells of your body a different story than the one that you're telling them right now. It's not woo-woo. It's not, it's not fake. It's not fairy tale. It's not toxic positivity. It's the truth. Tell yourself a different story than what you're telling yourself right now. Tell yourselves a different story than what you're telling them right now. Tell yourselves that they are lovely. Tell yourselves, yourselves that they don't have fear. They don't have judgment. They don't have doubt. They don't have anxiety. Tell yourselves a better story. Tell yourselves, C-E-L-L-E, C-E-L-L-S, cells, <laughs> tell yourselves a different story. And and, and watch Watch what happens because I, that that leads into a whole nother conversation. But you talk about generational healing and generational trauma, baby. You talk to yourselves. Talk to yourselves. The only thing we genetically inherit is trauma, if you ask me. The only thing we generic the only thing that cannot be altered is tra- trauma. We can we can alter everything else on our own, you know. We have to like there's a natural vol- voluntary you know, we could find the right diet, we may not get diabetes, da da. Um, but more than anything, you have to heal. You have to heal a certain a certain awareness in the cells. And that's how you transfer it on to the next generation. And that'll be a whole nother conversation. Oh, come on. I, I threw a couple of those in there. I just didn't celebrate every time. I just want you to know. <laughs> but um yeah. I am now, I looked on the scale probably an hour or two ago. I am 183. I'm 183. I am smaller than I was when I went into my sophomore year of college. I am substantially smaller than I've been over the last 10 years. Um, I went went into college in uh, August 2009. So... I'm proud of me. I'm my high school version of myself. Um, And that feels really great um, to be able to move as frequently I drive with my feet up or I drive with one foot down and one foot in the seat. Right now, I'm sitting here comfortably, uh, more comfortably than I would have been sitting a year ago. Um, And and this is not to push you to, to lose weight. This is really to push you to find you and get close to the authentic self get close to the authentic self and start looking at stuff. Start recognizing who's in charge. Start seeing like who like who's really in charge here. Who's making the directives on your life? And and you don't always have to step outside. You don't always have to consult with anybody else about it. Start talking to your ancestors. I'm I'm probably going to say that on every episode. Talk to your ancestors, trust your ancestors so that you so that when they come through, you're not afraid of them. I had I had an experience recently uh, where I, I'm starting to realize maybe I was afraid of my ancestors. And this is why I, I now have a block. I now have a block to where I'm trying to go. But it won't be there long. It'll be gone by the time I finish recording this episode. I claim it. I speak it to be so. Um, But anyways, um, I encourage you to get to know the authentic you and start realizing where people have had control in your life because it's those places where you find the weight get to know your chakras get to know the chakra system maybe that'll be an episode um but I don't really I don't want this to necessarily be all educational I really want to talk my shit on here you know I like talking my shit (laughs) but um yeah um be the best version of you and that's how you can start losing your own weight Like it's or whatever, whatever it is, start seeing your body as the body that you want instead of the body, like work your way backwards. What do you want to look like? Do you just want to lose weight? Do you just want to be smaller? Do you want that ass? You could go get your body done, but just remember you got to take you with you. Do you, if you feel like it'll make you happy, go ahead, make yourself happy, but you got to take yourself with you. And I'm sorry if, if that hurts some people because I was, it's not intended to hurt you at all. I promise I got nothing but love for you. But remember, the outside ain't nothing. The outside is just a vessel. You still gotta take yourself with you. And the more that you get to know your authentic self, the more that you get to love yourself from every angle. And 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 if you get to a point of yourself where, like, I had a part of myself where I was like, "Man, I used to always want this Brazilian um, butt lift." Da 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 da. And you know there was nothing wrong with me wanting that. If I wanted to change my body, I wanted to change it. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just want to, more than anything though, I want to feel good no matter what body I'm in. I want to feel good no matter what skin I'm in. And you start doing that when you realize that you are not just the physical self, you are the spiritual self. You're more than the physical. You're more than what you see. You're more than what they see. There is something deep And inherent in you there is a real version of you that is deep 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 down inside and I encourage you to invite it and and release the latent gifts that you may have within you so that you become your authentic self that means you don't you may not look at social media as much that means you may do this creative thing that everybody else may find weird but you find so much joy in it you may not have the people that you can talk to about it right now but you want to know something if you start doing it you will find your tribe so, I want to end this episode um by letting you know that the weight loss the weight loss is in you harnessing the 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 you that is you um the weight gain is in you harnessing the you that is you um the power is all it's all in you um and you don't have to give it to something outside of yourself um also trust that. What you want for yourself, you can have it. You know if you tell yourself "I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that if you all you do is diminish yourself and talk down on yourself, that's not giving yourself hope. that's not giving yourselves hope that that things can can change around these parts. That's not giving yourselves hope that you can detoxify your body with with the negative things that have just been sitting there um and all weight is not negative weight. we got happy weight. We got happy weight. That's cool. That's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but happy weight uh, don't always make you feel good either. So I'm just saying, it's know that this episode is not a, a shade to you in any way, shape, or form for your body. I am not body shaming. I loved every version of my body. I love the heaviest and I love the smallest. I love them all. I even loved it when I found out I didn't have no ass. I thought I had an ass. I, I thought I had an ass. My mama called me Booty. booty, Or uh, she would call me Miss Booty sometimes. Um, and it's just different things. Now, she really called it to my sister. She would call her Booty, butt. but she called me Booty sometimes. So I thought I had one. I didn't. I didn't have no booty. I really thought I did. It wasn't until after she passed that I found out that was three years ago. I loved my body all the way through it 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 actually wasn't until I realized that I didn't have no booty to wear I was like oh my gosh all this weight it's just leaving and I ain't even asked for it no you didn't ask for it but what you did ask for was to be healed okay anyways let me end this episode and invite you that if all of this makes some sense to you if all of this um, needs a little bit more of a coaching or a little bit more of a support system, I encourage you to follow me on Instagram at hookerbeknowing. I encourage you to email me knowing at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, uh, Clubhouse, all these different places at hookerbeknowing. Um, shoot, I know I'm other places too. I just, TikTok. TikTok, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> I just couldn't think of them. But um, hit me up. Hooker be knowing. Full words. No no extra characters. Um, and if you'd like, book a session with me. Book a session with me because um, we can get into some real deep healing. And that's what I want to do. The program that I have coming will will speak on some real deep transforma- transformative like you will transform in my program. I know it. I know it to be so. I trust it to be so that you will transform in my program. Um so I encourage you to to hit me up. Um I do like I do like people to reach out in the DMs and talk to me a little bit. Um I will not reach out. If you send me your phone number, I'm not calling you. I'm going to tell you now. I value my time and I value my business. I do not go out soliciting. Um, I don't go out soliciting my business to anybody um, in their DMs. So I don't like nobody soliciting me, um, like for the free in my DMs. Uh, however, I will converse with you. I will converse um, if there's a short thing that's not really like a, it's not really a reading thing. It's more, or it's not really a. Let me get into your personal life. This may be something that a lot of people deal with. I'm gonna see I'm gonna give you the best hope I can give you, or I'll send you at least one of my videos where I cover it and tell you where to find it. But um, yeah, I don't go calling people. I don't go calling people. You send me your. You send me your information. It's gonna. I'm gonna tell you. to Tell me what's up right then and there, and then I'm. I might send you to my booking link because I don't do it for the free. Um, I have actually recently raised my prices so um, but because I value myself and that was something that I didn't used to do I used to do donation-based readings I don't do that anymore (laughs) so um, join me join me um, on any of the socials whether you book a reading Whether you just hit me up on the lives, because I do uh, many mystic messages. I do mystic messages. I do bedtime and daytime stories. I do, I just, I like to share my lights on those places. So, if you ever want to join me, hooker be knowing. Um, And... I will leave the link tree in the show notes so that if you did want to book a session, you can always just go straight there. Um, Learn about Reiki, book a session, all of of that good stuff. You can even donate. I welcome all donations to Hooker's Uncut Gems. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm going to end this episode right here. You be well and whole and harmonious and complete.